dance, dance for him. I like David. David, and this is what I was going to say a minute ago. He says here, uh, look what he said in verse 4, wherein they think it strange that you run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. They make fun of you. Oh, you're one of them holy rollers. Have you ever heard that? Oh, you all talk in tongues. Do you handle snakes? <laughs> and of course, immediately you know how ignorant they are. They don't realize how ignorant they are to ask the question, but you know how ignorant they are. And you could rebuke them for their ignorance, but you don't. You pass over that. You have grace and forgiveness, and you just smile and say nicely, no, we don't handle snakes, do you? <laughs> but David said to his wife, who rebuked him for dancing in the street, nearly naked, he shed his clothes. Now, we will draw the line there, folks. Stay clothed, okay? We will let you dance, but please stay clothed. But David, as he was dancing before the Lord, and you know, in the spirit, and his wife, remember? She rebuked him. She said, oh, and, and this is in the Bunch of Kai translation. She said, oh, aren't you something? Look how you have behaved yourself today before the maidens of Israel and before all of Israel. In other words, you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, what a display. And they will say, carnality. You're full of carnality. You're full of the flesh when you display emotion, when you display worship for God. Listen to what David said. David said, and again, I'm going to paraphrase. He said, yeah, in essence, yeah, I have put on quite a display today. But if you think that's something, just stick around, sister, because I'm going to get plumb beside myself if you just stick around a while. You ain't seen nothing yet. Hallelujah. When the Spirit of God comes upon us, church, we need to let go of this world because I'm going to tell you something. It's this world that's holding you down. It's the attachments to this world that's keeping you from seeing into the heavenlies and seeing the vision that God wants to give you. It's this world and the attachments to the things of this world that's keeping you from realizing the anointing and the power and the glory of God that He wants to bring to your life. You are holding on to things of this world and the Spirit of God, His job is to make you let go to bring you to that point where you let go. You are in the flesh, but you are not of the flesh. You have the anointing of God. You have the Spirit of God on you. You are to step over from the flesh and from the fleshly thinking into the spiritual thinking, and you are to see into the heavenlies and see the heavenly things and realize that when God calls with a shout of the archangel and the trump of God, that he's going to take you not in just the flesh but in the spirit into that realm and show you things that you have only dreamed of that are real. Down here in the flesh, we've got to learn to walk in the Spirit. What is that? Some people teach on walking in the Spirit, and all they teach is the fruit of the Spirit. I tell you, it's the fruit of the Spirit and much more. It is also the gifts of the Spirit and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. How in the world do you think we got this New Testament Christianity to be by a bunch of wimps? Just giving out a bunch of platitudes? Be kind to one another, be kind to one another. Oh, give me a break. What about casting out devils? What about deliverance of those who are bruised and hurting and sick and wounded? What about that person who's bound up in habits that cannot be set free by being kind? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Amen. 
They need some power. They need, some, they need a God with flesh on him. They need a God to show up that can do something. So walking in the Spirit down here, folks, we need to get beside ourselves. For ourselves are so attached to this earth that we can't see the spiritual. Hear the words of wisdom and word of knowledge. Receive the gifts and manifest them. This earthly is blocking. We need to let go of this earth. Some folks, when the rapture takes place, they are going to be holding on to something down here so tightly. Yeah. You know, it's going to be like, you ever seen a magnet trying to pull something that's attached to something else? You ever seen that? You ever see, take a nail, for example. Take a nail and attach it to a magnet here and then take another magnet and you can move that thing around. Have you ever seen that done? You can move it around. Now, if, if we are so attached to jobs and people, and things down here, when Jesus calls, we're going to lose some fingernails because he's going to pull us out of here. When I was growing up, they used to have an old saying, how'd you grow up? My daddy snatched me up by the hair of the head. <laughs> that was a way of saying I grew up rough. I grew up in a rough place. I wasn't pampered. I wasn't petted. Times were tough. Didn't have time to give you all the comforts and uh, luxuries. You grew up tough. You grew up rough. It was almost like somebody grabbed you by the hair of the head and jerked you up, you know. I mean, you had to grow up quick. Beloved, the early New Testament church faced persecution and they had to grow up quick. They had to grow up in the faith. Worshiping warriors and the warriors and the remnant that God is bringing together in these last days. We got to grow up quick. We got to grow up strong. We got to grow up in the Word. We got to grow up in the Spirit. This is not a lap of luxury. Like Renee said this morning, we can't play church. We cannot afford to waste a prayer meeting or a church on playing church. People's lives are hanging in the balance. This is serious business. They need to be saved. They need to be delivered. They need to be set free. And, well, I won't go there, but I, I will get there eventually. But just hang on. Remember, there's a thought coming.